had the great idea for a foot fetish podcast. Mm. What, like a like a like an audio radio based <laughs> show about foot fetish. So we can't show feet, mm. but we can talk feet. Tell feet. Talk feet. <laughs> That's the name. Feet. That's the name of the the podcast. <laughs> Where we just talk about feet, what's good about feet, what's bad about feet, and what we like to do to feet, <laughs> sexually. I'm very anti-feet. I know, but I thought that was hysterically funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a podcast about a fetish, but you never see the fetish, it's all just, we're talking about it. Yep. Talking about feet. <laughs> And however, I don't know, I personally don't find feet attractive, so I, I don't know what people find attractive about feet. I was just gonna take a stab at it and be like, oh, those toes. Yeah. So nice and dainty. <laughs> Question mark. Is that what people like? That's how I feel a lot writing fic for kinks I don't have. I'll be like... And then this? Those cute little heels. And people will be like, yeah! Okay, so we're, anyway. this this was golden content, so I insisted that we hit record. Maybe Bliss will put this as, like, the stinger or something. <laughs> Here we are! We're back, baby! Welcome! <laughs> Welcome to Blissfully Aware, the show in which three opinionated people talk about fandom and... Nerd, Nerd news. news in general. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. R2D2 noise. <laughs> I was losing it. I was losing it. I'm Bliss, and as always, I am joined by my two lovely co-hosts, Kelty and Kendra. And that's Hello. Us. I think the name should be Showfeet. Because it's a feet show. <laughs> you can't fucking that's as good as puns get. <laughs> It's the show about feet, it's show feet. Surely and there has to be something like that. Oh, maybe. I mean, there's a hundred million billion podcasts about every possible topic. Everyone makes a podcast. Um, Everyone's making podcasts these days. Fucking amateurs. <laughs> fucking amateur hour. Um, anyway. Yeah, we have not gone anywhere since the last episode. But through the magic of radio, we are... Uh, we have traveled through time. We are, we're now a week later. Wee woo wee woo. Mm-hmm. What's it like in there? Probably yeah. worse. <laughs> well, Probably worse than whatever was happening a week prior. Yeah. I'm back in America. No. I know, it's very sad. In the future, but not now. No. Mm. Right now I'm still She's still here at the moment. Yeah. So this week. This week. This week. We're gonna talk about a good old friend of ours, y'all. Good old friend of the show called Censorship. That is our friend. Sounds like a very special episode. That just turned into the Zelda. When you find a chest in Zelda and you lift it up over your head and it's like censorship. So, currently, there is... Well, I say currently. Who knows in a week. Um, mm. There is a bill that is being proposed going by the name of Earn It. <laughs> like, I know they write these bills to have cheesy acronyms, but that's a bad one. That is a bad one. Yeah. 
Not a huge fan of that name. No. No. Me neither. I'm also not a fan of the name uh, Lindsey Graham, who is the senator sponsoring no. this bill. Just to give you an idea of the sorts of uh, intellectual honesty we can expect when going through this legislation. Yeah. Yeah. Now I want to know what EARN IT stands for. I didn't actually look oh, that up. It stands for the Eliminating Abuse and Rampant Neglect of Interactive Technologies Act of 2021. That's so sexy that you just knew that. You're welcome. Um, so yeah, it's another Save the Children <laughs> type bill. Save the children from the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's frustrating. It's another one of the, let's remove all the pornography, pornography from the internet. Let's get rid of end-to-end encryption. Yeah, fucking yikes. Uh Let's... Things should and must have a neutral standpoint. Whatever the government determines to be neutral, I guess that's what it will be. Uh-huh. They want to create a board of people to decide what is and isn't allowed on the good old American internet. Which, fucking, no thank you. Mm-hmm. Because the internet's American, you know. Well, and, I mean, let us not forget that it was just a few weeks ago that the book Mouse was banned from schools... In Tennessee. McMinn County, Tennessee. Uh, for having a depiction of a nude mouse. And that was considered... In a concentration camp! <laughs> and that was considered pornography. And that is how they had a World War II, a very influential World War II book, removed from schools. Uh-huh. Definitely not to rewrite history, or anti-Semitism, or Holocaust denying. Definitely none of those things. No, definitely not. How can we... Can you imagine a fucking Pulitzer Prize winning novel uh, about the Holocaust, and it's unsuitable for children because there is a nude woman in it. A nude mouse cartoon. I... I... The flames Mm -hmm. on the side of my face. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. I read Night when I was 13. Mm. Oh, I mean, yeah, mm. I read it when I was younger. <laughs> but, like, you know, that's fine, I guess. We'll just... The nude mouse, that's the line, I guess. So, with Earn It currently on the table, everybody's talking about it. The topic of censorship on the internet is, again, at the forefront of our minds. And honestly, I mean, fucking when is it not... Genshin Impact recently had to redesign a good chunk of its characters' outfits because of Chinese game censorship laws. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. characters were too sexy, and so they had to create fun new outfits for them that were optional in the States. And many aunties were thrilled by the new modest looks for the characters. Modest being still skin-tight, over-the-top anime outfits. Yes. They just didn't have as much cleavage. Which, like, fine. Like, I get it's a video game full of cornball fan service. I'm not super offended by that. Like, I would have to be out of my mind to waste time being offended by Genshin Impact character designs. 
But the fact that people in America are siding with the fucking CCCP's authoritarian government censorship regulations is still astonishing to me. They did it when AO3, uh, Archive of Our Own, famous fanfiction website, got banned uh, from the Chinese internet. They cheered because there's icky porn on AO3 and the government, the fucking authoritarian regime was correct to keep their people from that, I guess. Uh-huh. Fascinating. <laughs> I forgot. That I they said did CCCP. That. That's not what I meant. I meant CCP. Chinese Communist Party. Oh. CCCP was the former USSR. <laughs> <laughs> They're both communists, is is what my brain did. Yeah, I mean, well, fair. you know, China's communist, mm. giant air quotes. Uh, but anyway, I just want everyone to know I'm not an idiot, and I know that the USSR and the Chinese Communist Party are two different things. Um, and then, I mean, you'll see censorship happening in schools right now, going on with these mass book bannings, mm-hmm. which is not new, but disturbing, nonetheless. Uh-huh. There was also an incident with the social community platform Game Jolt recently. Yes, uh-huh. I did hear about that. Oh, God. Which is, uh, oh, no, I had never heard of Game Jolt. Uh-uh. I hadn't either. So, no. this is a great first impression. Uh-huh. Yeah, so Game Jolt decided they were going to ban all pornographic video games from their site. Giant air quotes. Uh-huh. Uh, game Jolt is a uh, video game social app. They describe themselves as a social app for gamers. Well, they have Yikes. an app, but they're also a website. Okay. So they tweeted that they were no longer going to be hosting... Pornographic video games or raunchy video games. Like, even stuff that was just, like, not necessarily porn, but even that had nudity or, like, just sexual content. Right. And then they just, like, banned. Just without warning. No warning. Banned a bunch of games. People were not into it. Well, because they also did not ban things that were explicit. They banned certain games that were about trauma and recovery and several queer-specific games Mm -hmm. because things like this are always umbrellaed into the category of pornographic, indecent, what-have-you. Being queer is always pornographic. Or is always indecent or just talking about abuse you suffered or experiences you've had, even if it's not abuse, is always indecent to the fucking wasp society that we live in. Mm-hmm. What I found more frustrating was their response when they were called out on this behavior. Oh, for sure. There were some video game creators who were like, um, my queer content was removed. How is that pornographic? And their response would typically just be a gif saying, I'm sorry. A gif. Very professional. (laughs) Because uh, if you go to their Twitter, their Twitter is very much trying to be like... Like a 14-year-old. We're we're a relatable brand. We're very very hip with the memes and the gifs Uh and the TikToks. And we're a gamer just like you. And Uh like... 
That sort of thing. So it would be like a gif and saying, thanks for letting us know, we're going to restore it or we'll look into it. So people would say, you know, thanks, you know, I'm still processing it. It's not great for people to go over a creator's head like that without Mm -hmm. warning. And Game Jolt would respond with, um... With a meme, essentially. With a meme. Yeah. Or... God, I took a lot of screenshots. They just, they acted throughout this whole process like they were a 14-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. And... Not a good look, really, ever. No. Even as like, 14-year-old someone, boys. Someone retweeted it and was like, wow, like their their announcement about removing anything to do with sex or sexuality was like, oh, this definitely doesn't have anything to do with them making an iOS app. No, nope, definitely not. Because, you know, the implication is obviously that this has to do with the fact that they are trying to launch an app on iOS software, uh-huh. or the iOS, oh, I guess it's, I was about to say iOS operating system, but that's kind of like saying ATM machine. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, and Apple, famously, does not like sex. There is no fucking or eroticism allowed in the Apple store. This is a very neutered society for the Apple people with their plain <laughs> white appliances and their nice, clean, sleek lines. And so someone was like, hmm, that's probably why they are just deleting all of these these games sight unseen without warning, just in the night, just take them out. And so their actual, I'm going to quote their whole reply to this person who is suggesting that this is to do with the fact that they're trying to launch an iOS app. Dot, dot, dot. The app doesn't host any games on it. Like, at all. It's literally a social app for socializing. And, like, that might be true. But that hasn't stopped the Apple Store from getting sites like Tumblr and Discord to completely shutter their not-safe-for-work pornographic-slash-sexual-erotic content. Just by association, if you are, if there is transactions, monetary, if you can do monetary exchanges, like, that's enough for Apple to shut down your, your fucking app. That's all they, <sighs> anyway. Yeah. There's more. There's more, like, oh yeah. <laughs> so, this one guy, Boogadrew, at Boogadrew on Twitter, so, uh, apparently made a game during a game jam called Those Darn Nipples, <laughs> which uh, game jams are usually, like, something that's coded in, like, 24 hours, and it's usually just a really fast and loose kind of, like, artistic expression type idea, like, to see where uh, where our prompts can take you or something, or if you wanted to try out a game mechanic that's, like, super weird. Anyway... My game, says Andrew, called Those Darn Nipples, which was made for at Genitar's protest game jam about making games themed around breasts without sexualizing them, has been removed from Game Jolt because they decided it was too sexualized. <laughs> By that, they mean they are there are female nipples in it. The irony. Uh. And Game Jolt replied, Hey, sounds awesome. You should upload it to Ichio or Steam, as we're a platform with a large audience of 13 to 16-year-olds that have requested remove those types of games from their platform. Which, by the way, Game Jolt, if you're listening, and I know I know you do, 
I don't believe for one fucking instant that any 13 to 16 year old asked you to remove breasts from your platform. Not for one minute, one instant of one day do I believe that. Like, I don't know. I kind of grew up with the internet. I was able to see breasts whenever I wanted. But I don't believe any teenager has ever been like, I could use less breasts. This is, this is too much for me. I have had my fill. I would like to no longer see images of breasts. Thank you <laughs> and good night. Because teenagers are famous for their, their <laughs> impulsivity control and deciding yeah. when they've had enough of a certain thing they like. <laughs> what I find funny is that I actually, I would believe it in this day and age that 13 to 16 year olds are complaining about tits. But I also find it funny that, like, if the whole point is that they weren't sexualized, I see tits every single day of my life. Yes, I have tits on my body. They're mine. <laughs> they they live with me. They go where I go. And... I have to close my eyes. I am reminded constantly that the world thinks my body is obscene just for being the way it is. Mm. Also, this was the one that brought it to my attention. Uh, someone apparently made a game about abuse. And I don't know the game, haven't played it, don't know this person, don't know what the game is about outside of what they claim it to be about, but they made a game called Curtain. And apparently uh, their game was taken down off of Game Jolt because it depicts, solicits, promotes, normalizes, or glorifies sexual acts, sexual solicitation, and sexual violence. For the record... I think uh, sexual acts should be normalized. Yeah, that's, that's Sex a normal thing. Sex is actually thing. pretty fucking normal. It's normal. But apparently, even worse, this game was not any of those things. This game was about recovery from abuse or something. And apparently, they got theirs restored. Uh, game Jolt replied to this tweet being like, Hmm, that shouldn't have been locked with a gif of Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone. I went ahead and restored your page. Really sorry for our mistake, and thank you for letting us know. So, apparently, they were just firing wildly into the, like, queer and LGBT section. I don't know how their games are tagged or categorized. Mm. But, you know, anything that had to do with the queers and the ugly things that they might experience growing up was just... Just cancel it first, ask questions later, which is how it usually goes. It's always the way. And apparently someone made a game uh, that was called uh, Froggy 2, and it glorified sexual violence, even though it was a two-player game about the last two surviving frogs fighting for the last plot of land after humanity had destroyed the world. Too much sex. You know how those frogs can Glorified sexual violence somehow. (sighs) Yeah, I'm interested to see if Game Jolt actually does make the leap onto iOS. Or if they should even try at this point. Um, so, something else. Something else that we should talk about. (laughs) Anything else? No, just another fun... (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Another fun one for the censorship police is uh, Demon Slayer. Oh, this was fun. This was a funny experience. God. Are we really back to the 1990s where it's like, anime's gonna turn your kids into prostitutes or something? (laughs) Man. Sailor Moon's gonna make them 
violent and get teenage pregnant. So, the new season of Demon Slayer dropped. I don't watch Demon Slayer yet. Uh, it is. <laughs> it looks fun now. No, I might try it. Yeah. Good advertising. Maybe. Maybe there was a time skip. I'm not really certain. One of the female characters, and I guess this is spoilers if you haven't watched it and plan on watching it. Um, one of the characters gets some tits. Spoiler. As, <laughs> Spoiler, titties. As teenagers are known to do upon hitting puberty. Yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of, boom, we wake up one day and it's I mean, just, they're there. I'll say, I don't know how old this person's supposed to be, despite the fact that they're like a magical demon, so maybe they don't go through puberty the same way I do. Mm-hmm. When I was 13, I had triple D breasts. Hey, me too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, it happened real fast. And, like, sometimes... 13, 14, 15, 16 year olds look that way. Yeah. Um, yep. And it's fine, man. I got my tits at 19. Fucking calm down about it. <laughs> they just popped out one day. I didn't have any. And then they were just there. Woke up one morning and my chest was different. So there was a lot of outrage around the fact that Nezuko, the, um, the sister of the main character... Suddenly has breasts. Mm-hmm. Mm. And shame the woman for her mm-hmm. tits and her body. I mean, it ranged from shaming the woman to why didn't the U.S. just nuke Japan out of existence? Yes, that was the thing that got said. <laughs> yep, somebody said that there should have been more atomic bombs mm. dropped on Japan because then we wouldn't have to look at anime tits, and those are equally bad. <laughs> Yikes. Is the hot take on Twitter from a few weeks ago. Uh, This hot take, though, was certainly the take of the day. It was by a Twitter user, Pax Linen. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Sure. Why not? Close enough. I've taught classes of 9 to 12 year old girls who all love anime and think Demon Slayer is the coolest thing in the world. And if you think designing female characters like this isn't sending them weird messages, please touch grass. Nezuko is 14, and this shit is legit harmful. (laughs) It's not. I will not engage with any defense of Nezuko's design that's, quote, Oh, that's her adult form, end quote. Demon Slayer... Season 2 has such great art. There is no reason that they could not have done better. Um, So, fucking, I just want to jump in real quick and point out that the series is rated TVMA. Yes. So, no 12-year-old girl should be watching it. Yeah. 9 to 12, please watch your children. I mean, I probably would have been watching it at, like, 12, at the upper age of, like, 12 or 13, 14. That's when I started watching, like, adult content, Mm -hmm. quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, I don't, I don't know, man. Still, the thing that, like, fucked me up the most that I ever saw in a movie wasn't a PG-13 movie. Mm -hmm. So, you know, adult content, quote unquote, is not something that is necessarily going to be intrinsically scarring to a kid. Mm -hmm. Also... 
I got more body image issues from real people in my fucking life than anything I ever saw in a cartoon. No cartoon ever made me feel like... No cartoon <sighs> ever fucked me up like just kids I went to school with. Yep. So, I don't know if she has an adult form or whatever. I had breasts that size when I was 14, and that was just the facts, baby. And, yeah, I think that people... Teachers, adults, children, lots of people, most people, put an extremely disproportional amount of focus on media we consume and content we consume as being the informers of our identity, our internal values, our moral compass, when in fact a lot of that does not come from fiction and media we consume and narratives, it really does come from the personal social interactions that I have. Mm. Nothing I have ever watched, listened to, read, or consumed has fucked me up, has given me a complex in the way that kids my own age did. Mm -mm. Mm. Speaking as somebody who actually, due to a developmental disorder, uh, did gain a lot of my moral compass and just a lot of... Internal values. Internal values from media I consumed. Um, I think I turned out okay. <laughs> I didn't... I, didn't I, I watched a lot of horror movies and I still knew that killing was bad. I watched a lot of content that... Was horny. Was really horny. And, like, I... And I, I I think I watched... Yet to commit a sex crime. Le yet to commit a sex crime. Yeah. Um, that's good. Yeah, I, I have sex, but, like, you know, it's all consensual and happy. The thing is, I probably started watching horny content when I was about 9 or 12. I uh, I watched Tinchimuyo, and Ryoko has massive tits, and... um. Tiggle bitties. That did teach me something about myself. It taught me that I was gay and into pirates. <laughs> I like that. I like. I, I like, liked. I like that she looks like that. I liked that. I liked that body, and I was like, "Good, that's good." And you know, the the dumb idiot boy was surrounded by a lot of different women, and I was like, "How do I do this?" And they all wanted him. They all wanted him. Mm -hmm. So, fun fact: I basically became the female version of a himbo. And was just a dumb, stupid boy, but but girl. Mm -hmm. And it worked. I have a beautiful wife, and all of my friends love me. Mm. And they're all hot, too. So, it's pretty cool. Quit bragging! <laughs> <laughs> so, what I'm saying is... Anime made me cool and popular. <laughs> you took my line! <laughs> Anime made me really cool! <laughs> Really popular. Not popular. Got a lot of sex Just from drowning it. in pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, okay, but seriously. The, the serious point. Like, I did use a lot of media to be like, like, to teach me good things. And I grew up on, like, you know, fucking Harry Potter, yikes. But, like, because my parents kind of neglected me a lot when I was growing up, so a lot of my things were taught through media. 
but like, I don't know, I still wasn't so stupid that I needed somebody to hold my hand and be like, you know, not all 14 year olds look like that. I think probably because I was 14. And I was surrounded by 14 year olds. And I was surrounded by 14 year olds. And I was like, not all 14 year olds look like that. Not all 14 year olds are magical demon slayers either. (laughs) What a surprise. Who'd have thunk? Like, I don't know. It just seems kind of, it seems kind of silly to be so upset about, about cleavage in a cartoon. For adults. For adults. But not even for, like, because, because Tenchi, actually, was Tenchi not meant for kids? Tenchi was probably meant for, like, teenagers. Tenchi, I think Like, 16 and up. Yeah, Tenchi was. PG-13. Yeah, Tenchi wasn't so bad. I, but, like, you know, Tenchi had a lot of cleavage. A lot of cleavage. Yeah, it was mostly fan service. And, and it, was, it was just a fun time. And nobody cared. I didn't decide then, oh, I must be a space pirate. And you can, like, the thing is, is you can critique things like, you know, the harem anime genre or... I mean, if you want. Well, no, but that's the thing. You can, if you want. If you're like, yeah, I don't necessarily love the message that it's sending. You can critique it. But I don't think that is the same as insisting that something is harmful to children. No. I don't believe that analysis and criticism is the same as passing a moral judgment on something. No. Or being like, this cartoon demon slayer is dangerous to young girls' body images. Well, and another thing that's very uh, important... Uh, that I've always wondered why uh, why this doesn't happen. Um, if, as a parent, you're like, I don't want my child watching this, don't let your child watch it. Just turn the TV off. You're in charge. I mean, I know this is a this is a shock to you, but you are actually in charge. I'm gonna come at this from another angle. Uh, your kid's gonna watch it anyway. Oh, well, they definitely are. And you definitely should just shut the fuck up. But the point is, if you want... Be a fucking parent. Yeah. If you want to enforce boundaries on your child, that's your job. That's not my job. That's not any creator's job. They don't have to parent your child. It's not even the teacher's job, Pax. Yeah. Tenchi is rated PG. Okay. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, that makes because, sense. Because a lot, so of it's, a lot of it's, like, innuendo. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. just innuendo. It's very tame. Like, no one's ever really naked. No one, it's all, just a lot of, like, oh, he's so dreamy, I hope he picks me. And yeah. they're all, like, yeah, they're all adult women with adult female proportions. And, yeah, it's it's, like, it's very much a, like, young teenager's fantasy. Like, I wish I had a bunch of beautiful women fighting over for my affection. <laughs> like me. Like, that's like every, that's like every 15-year-old's dream. Yeah. So, like, it's just pure wish fulfillment. I'm like, oh, I wish I had a bunch of beautiful women fighting for my love. Like, <laughs> that'd be so cool. Oh, I wouldn't even have to change or improve. Just get to keep being an idiot. And women would just fall over themselves trying to, trying to please me. Yeah, yeah, that was wish fulfillment for me. Yeah, and I mean, that's fine, and you can, like, that is super cheesy and corny and pure, unadulterated escapism, and I don't think that that is damaging to anyone's long-term conception of what a relationship should be like, or what someone's body image issues are going to be, because again, 
as someone with some pretty severe body image issues, nothing was more harmful to me than kids my own age. Yeah. And adults! And adults. The adults in my life making comments on my body. Again, parents. Be mm-hmm. parents, maybe. Uh, stop, stop fucking hounding your kids about losing weight. Just, just being an asshole to your kids, because, you know, that shit, uh, that, that shit, shit sticks. <laughs> that shit never goes away. The first time your mother tells you you're fat when you're seven, that never goes away. Yeah. No. Or the first time your dad tells you you're useless. <laughs> doesn't go away, man. It's just all downhill <laughs> after that. You it's can... all, it's all fucking animes and TikToks after that. <laughs> <day>. <laughs> I just wanted my mom to love me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I guess to veer back slightly onto the point. Um, Whoops. No, I mean. Yeah. It was good content. It was uh, good content. Ranting about Tenshi Moyo, 30 I year old anime. I love talking about Tenshi Moyo. Um, That's what the kids are into these days, right? <laughs> Tenshi Moyo? I mean, they're getting into it's the old like anime. It's like 40 years old anime. now. <laughs> Have they rebooted Cyborg 009 again? Ah! Kids, back in my day! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. What if they tried to reboot Tenchi? Everybody would be complaining all the time about it. Well, I'm just crying. waiting for like them to discover Ranma one half. Oh shit, Ranma one half! <laughs> oh my god. I didn't even think about that. Then One Piece will still be chugging along. (laughs) (laughs) One Piece still hasn't ended. Episode (laughs) 3710. There's still pirates. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, I mean, we bring all this up because in in the meat space, not the metaverse Uh yet, uh, (laughs) Censorship is still a hot-button issue, and it is currently a very hot-button issue. Yes, we're currently having the first, like, pro-censorship-but-woke mm-hmm. takes, <laughs> which is a disconcerting. Nancy Reagan with pastel hair. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's creepy, because, I mean, you're seeing... You're seeing people on the left have these hot takes of... This is good, actually. Yeah, censor these anime titties. And then you have Greg Abbott over here on the right say, ban mouse. Mm -hmm. Because there's a naked mouse in it. Mm -hmm. Mouse titties. And the worst part of the Holocaust was the nudity. Yeah. The mouse nudity. (laughs) (laughs) Too many naked mice at the Holocaust. That was the real problem. So, I know antis like to discuss or like to make fun of how anti-censorship pro-shippers and anti-censorship people are. That was a thing I said. (laughs) Um, But it it has real-world ramifications. There was a fucking book burning. (laughs) Granted, they were burning, like, Harry Potter and Twilight. Yeah, there was a book burning from, like... 20 years ago happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a week ago. Like a week ago? There was a book burning from 20 years ago happening in 2022. Yeah, that was weird. It was it was certainly a thing, but it won't be the last. Uh, you, will, you will see that happen a lot this year. Mm. Mark my words. Note it in the captain's log. I need everybody to know, if you are ever on the side of the book burning... You're on the wrong side. Yeah. 
If your side is ever burning books, take a take a look at yourself in the mirror and be like, hey man, maybe this group's not for us. <laughs> Get a bowling league. Maybe we should try a bowling league. It's not okay. It's never okay. It's the wrong fucking side. <laughs> Go to the other side. <laughs> and I mean, you can question why you want to bo- burn that book. Do you not like it? Fine. Don't read it. Don't buy it. Tell your friends not to buy it. Write another book about how it sucks. Mm -hmm. Write another book about how it's damaging, hateful rhetoric. Like, if it's a real fucking evil, like, hateful work, like the fucking Turner Diaries or some shit. Mm -hmm. Like, fucking make your career over how that book is horrible, hateful trash Mm -hmm. and should not be read by anyone. But then again, so you come to this problem where, like, talking about hateful content just merely draws more attention to it and like having it be accessible to people who might have otherwise never heard of it yeah i i do think there's an argument to be made for like maybe maybe amazon because it's a private real retailer doesn't have to sell the turner diaries but sure i still don't think that any government institution any court of law has the right to say it it cannot will not should not be made no, I, I think it's very dangerous. I mean, I say this as a Jewish person. I say this as a queer person. I say this as a person, as a person of many minority groups. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to mush them all together into one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think censorship is incredibly dangerous. Mm-hmm. It leads to much worse things. And censorship, I will say this. Censorship, and by censorship, I mean true big daddy government censorship. Not Not, cancel culture. Not Amazon deciding it's not going to sell a book that is repugnant, like the Turner Diaries. Not Twitter deciding to ban Donald Trump from their platform. I mean the government of a nation state deciding what can and what cannot be said. Mm Mm-hmm. Censorship of that sort always, always, always benefits the empowered and hurts the disempowered. Uh-huh. It always, always, always has a negative effect on the subjugated and a positive effect on the powerful, the uh-huh. oppressors, the the whoever. And... The idea that some people have bought into certain oppressed groups, and, like, not even oppressed groups, like, tiny minorities within oppressed groups, like, women and queer spaces being my two major haunts uh, in Uh terms of minority groups. Seeing subjugated peoples buy into this idea that censorship can be good, actually, if I do it uh-huh. for the right reasons, uh, and if I can convince the government to do it on my behalf for the right reasons, that's worrisome. Yeah. Because that is not going to go the way you think it's going to go. Yeah. And that will, that will end up doing orders of magnitude more harm to queer people, disabled people, uh, gender nonconforming people, racialized people religious minorities than anything a pair of anime titties could do to a young girl's body image. 
it starts with us. It always does. And you see it in these examples that we're showing you. How the the queer games and the... Sex workers and the sex on OnlyFans. And the graphic novel about the Holocaust. They're all getting... They're all getting the axe. They're all getting the axe. It's not it's not Lolita even. Like the these things No, because Lo- Lolita is serious literature. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it could never be censored. I mean I, Lolita is frequently one of the most banned books in school. Yes. But it's it's definitely something that it's like watching this is a stupid metaphor I'm about to make. I want to acknowledge that before I make it. It's like watching fucking Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. and all all the fellowship is like, I could wield the ring of power. I could, I would do it right this time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just, is like that. Frodo, Frodo, if you just gave me the ring, <laughs> I could do, I would do all the good things with it. I promise, man. Like, yeah. no yeah. one, I wouldn't be an evil king. I wouldn't have evil spooky black dragons. There would be no wars. I would just do the good stuff with the ring of power. Just give it to me, man. Just... Just give me the ring, and we're we're all gonna be Which, okay. I promise. Importantly, <laughs> Just hand over the ring, and like, if I remember correctly, happens multiple times in the series where they're like, "Just give me the ring, and I'll I'll take care of it." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "No, it has to be destroyed. It's the whole point. Mm-hmm. We should be more like Frodo." <laughs> Yeah. We need well, to... Mm. <laughs> See, the thing... This is getting convoluted. Wait. No, this metaphor is not perfect, obviously. <laughs> it just... That is what it reminds me of. It reminds me of people being like, no, I would do it right, though. Yeah. I could wield this... I could This unimaginable power, but I would do it the right way, and I would make no mistakes! Because mm. one mistake with that sort of power, and whoops, that's a whole nation that's fallen into the sea. Yeah. But I would do whoops. it right every time. <laughs> I have confidence. I have a 10 out of 10 success rate. Yep. And, I don't know. The point of Frodo being the ring bearer is the fact that hobbits are kind of so, like, weak and pitiful that even if the ring corrupted him, he would just kind of end up like Gollum. And not like, not like a dark god that could plunge the world into chaos. Exactly. Uh... Which is where my metaphor kind of crumbles a little bit. (laughs) Because, uh, yeah, like, you know, Gandalf and the elves, like, Galadriel all want the ring, Boromir, because, you know, they might, they could do serious actual damage with it. Anyway. That's what it feels like. Does that, does that metaphor, as stupid as it felt like when I said it? I think it holds water. It holds water, yeah. I think that's, I think that's pretty accurate, because I feel, like, that's what I feel I'm seeing when people are like, no, I'm censoring pride for good, actually. Yeah. And it's like, well... No kink at pride is for for the good, actually. No kink at pride is okay when a queer person is saying to do it. Because then the corporations and the cops will like us. Yeah. And I don't want them to like me. And like that's not what they're thinking. They're obviously not being like No, they're... no no censorship at Pride so that we can have more corporations, but no kink at Pride because somehow it's a sex crime if someone is dressed a certain way. Yeah. Which is actual Yikes. Republican talking points. Yeah. <laughs> actual conservatism uh just at Pride and I fucking won't have it, man. Anyway, um, censorship 
is always bad for the subjugated and always good for those in power. And that's my final, that's my final thesis. That's uh-huh. my, that's my take wrapped up into a nice little bow for you. Agree or disagree as, as you see fit. But yeah. with the earn it thing, earn it, basically, the language in it is so vague that it could basically remove non-safe-for-work material from the internet, and good fucking luck deciding what that is. Yeah. Well, also Pretty it's... soon, someone's going to decide, like, you know, that means talking about drugs, that means talking about alcohol, that means, you know, visiting the anti-work subreddits. <laughs> yeah. In fairness, I think that it's also so vague uh, that it'll, it could it might not be, be enforceable. deemed unconstitutional like the Protect Act is. But... That doesn't mean that it should go ignored. No. no. God, no. God, no. No, no, no. I mean, they're getting ready to overturn Roe versus Wade, so who knows what the fuck's gonna happen with this Supreme Court. I'm making a prediction now. Now that the metaverse is happening, and... Drumroll. Drumroll. And this idea that pretty soon the internet is going to be so heavily monitored, at least in America, because this would not apply outside of America... But other countries will follow suit. I soon predict that the internet, and social media in particular, is going to be an extension of one's work life. And you will actually not have the option to not be online soon. Not having a Facebook, not having a social media account where you're accessible all the time, always, by your employer, by the government, by whatever institutional structures of power decide they need to have access to you at all times, that's going to become the norm and that's going to become legally ratified. And that's where I predicted we're headed in the next 20-ish years. Bleak? Yeah. I don't have a whole lot of hope for us. No. I mean, a lot of people on Twitter are like, don't be a doomer, but how could you be anything else at this point? I don't know. Mm, I just like to watch anime and pretend I know. it's not happening. I'm just going to watch <laughs> anime and read books and, you know, fiddle as Rome burns because it's not like I'm emperor or anything. Yeah. If I were emperor, I would do some shit about all these fires, but I'm not... I see the lava coming for me. I'm Pompeii. I'm going to whip it out and I'm going to jack one last one. (laughs) For the gram! (laughs) Anyway. I was going to say for the vine, and then I realized that that's like five years out of date at this Mm. point. So, Um, But did we talk about the thing? Sure. God, I hope so. So it was only, like, vaguely fandom-related, but... Not Earn really. It, Earn It is definitely going to affect fandom. It's going to affect... Everything. A lot of the... Well, the internet, which is where most of fandom happens. I said this a while ago, too. Um, we're gonna go back to zines? We're gonna go back to print media. Yeah. Because it's yeah. going to be the only thing that is uh, not um, surveyable. Yep. Like... It's going to... Digital files can be read instantly, but if things are on print, baby, you can't... You can't delete that off my cloud. <laughs> that lives on my bookshelf. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Fucking still put put money down on that one. That's still gonna be true. That's gonna be more true, and I intend to have the fucking most robust library of fandom zine content. Mm. 
for three years I'll have roses. Mm-hmm. Um, well then, God. Everybody take up book binding. Do we have a happy? <laughs> Anybody have something? How could you fucking not be a doomer at this point? What's our happy story? <laughs> I took up watercoloring. Yeah. Watercolors are nice. <laughs> it's relaxing. Yeah. I did a happy apple. A happle. The colors she did a happle. <laughs> I've started uh, playing Breath of the Wild again. I took a break there for a while because I just, you know, had done everything. But now I've started a new game, and it's still great. And really one of the best games of probably the last five years or longer. And I'm really looking forward to the second one that should be coming out this year sometime. Mm-hmm. I started playing my uh, Animal Crossing again after not playing it. Uh, for two years. Mm-hmm. And that's nice. I also got the little DLC, so I get to go and build other people's houses, which is really fun. Because that is Kelty's favorite part of Animal Crossing, is just the building of the houses. I like to decorate. I mm-hmm. like to make things nice and neat. And one of my favorite games of all time is House Flipper. And if you ever see me playing House Flipper on Steam at 3 in the morning, something's gone wrong in my life, and I am trying to fix it via... Flipping. (laughs) Flipping houses. (laughs) So that's my happy. Yay! (laughs) Hooray! We're all doing fine. (laughs) It's fine. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. It's fine. Fine. Everything. Just fine. This is fine. This is a okay. Um, well, if you'd like to find us online, while you can, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Blissfully Show. And join our mailing list for when the internet is inevitably seized by the Russians. <laughs> and we will mail you our zine by a carrier pony. Yep. Um, and yeah, if you're watching us on YouTube, hi, hello. Leave us a comment. Please like and subscribe. That helps us grow so that we don't have to, you know, show feet. Yeah. Also, <laughs> apparently, the new YouTube algorithm thing is just click on another one of our videos. Like, if you go to another one of our videos from one of our videos, that's better for our metrics. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So watch two in a row. Don't even want, you can just click to it. You don't even have yeah. to watch yeah, it. Yeah, well, I was trying to. I mean, if you do want to watch it, that's even better. But, you know, just, even just to hate watch, we don't care. We're not picky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever drives the engagement, baby. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. I will also go ahead and put our uh, show feet show up somewhere. <laughs> show feet show! Show, show, show feet show! show! Oh my god, that's genius. <laughs> the show feet show. <gasps> yes, we are doing this, baby. It's happening. We are starting an OnlyFans. <laughs> we are doing a podcast, purely audio content about foot. Fight that, earn it. Yeah. <laughs>